Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Inspiration, insights, and ideas for your business and your journey. Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. I'm your host, Betsy Wiersma. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Look at that power that you have. And Pat Jakes is here today, ADV woman, but more than that, exceptional woman, amazing woman, breakthrough woman, uh, superstar commercial woman. Pat, welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Thank you, Betsy. It's so lovely to be with you. I've missed you. Well, I tell you, I love you for so many reasons, but I have to tell all the listeners that uh, not that long ago, Pat came to bring her entire philosophy of women experiencing motorcycles as a metaphor for life to my girl camp in Colorado. And she gathered all of her best writers. It was amazing. And there's lots of stories about it. But before we did this, she said, well, have you ever been on a bike? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm a city girl. You know, uh, no. She's like, okay, well, let's take Okay, I'm going to quote a little ride. Now, wear jeans and you, I'm going to bring you a leather jacket and a helmet and some gloves and be sure you have good shoes on. And I'm like, okay. So I show up thinking, oh, we'll just buzz over five minutes to the little town close to the camp. <laughs> so I get on the back of this motorcycle, scared to death, but trying to act like a big girl. Here I am, motorcycle Betsy. And Two and a half hours in, when I whisper, what happens when it rains <laughs> and it rains, I I had the most um, exciting, thrilling, life-changing day, all because of you, my sister, Pat. <laughs> oh, I love you, Betsy. That was so much fun. <laughs> I remember you saying, what happens when it rains? And I was just like, well, we keep riding. <laughs> It gets wet as we're going around these mountain passes. So we live in Colorado and she's like, well, I want to show you. I thought I'd go a little farther. I want to show you um, back roads and like, like just lean oh, with me. The pass. Yeah. Over the, the pass, just pass. Yeah. lean into the pass. Oh, here's some dirt off road and here's some gravel. And by the end, I could finally take a breath. But for the first beginning, I held her so tight. I think she could probably not breathe. But so everyone's like, what are you talking about? So let's go in the way back machine, Pat. So when in your life did you discover the magic of what is now your gift to the entire world, motorcycles, adventure and empowering women? Oh, gosh. Uh, my dream to ride a motorcycle started when I was four years old. Uh, we were living in Germany, and my dad took us to a, a local motocross race. And uh, I saw there was a gully on the track, and some of the riders went down in the gully. And uh, a couple of the riders jumped across the gully and, and passed riders in the air. And that was it, man. I was hooked. That's what I wanted to do. I had to wait almost four years until I was eight years old, until my dad gave me a mini bike. And then uh, when I was 11, I made the honor society at school and uh, dad said, what do you want for a reward? I said, a motorcycle. And uh, that was the beginning of a long career. And uh, I ultimately wound up racing motocross all over the United States against men. And, uh, and you know, I, I, I loved it. I had a lot of success. I had uh, uh, some challenges and it's to me, riding the motorcycle is as essential and as natural as breathing air. Well, uh, I bet there were not many young girls riding against men in motocross. What would have that been in the 
70s? 70s. 70s, yeah. 60s and 70s. And I also raced uh, in, up until the mid 80s. Yeah. Well, that is exciting. And, and, you know, was it like, did you have spills and thrills? You know, <laughs> were there like big wrecks? Did the boys treat you mean? Like, did they run you off just because you were a woman and you were in their world? What, if you look back, what was it? Because you surely have fire in your belly in this part of your life. And I'm thinking some of it was probably earned on those motocross courses. Yes, yes. And yes. Um, I, I, I experienced some dirty tactics on the track and uh, motocross is a full contact sport. You can take people out and uh, I mean, you can pass people cleanly, but you can also pass very aggressively. Um, and, and I had guys that didn't even try to, uh, to not hit me. They just came right into me, but that's okay. I, I, well, what I, I just want to share you this favorite story because it goes along the line of what I've learned. Um, I, I had gotten injured. I had, had injured my knee and I was in recovery and it was my first race back. So I went to Nebraska, which the racing wasn't as intense there. And I, I won the first race. The guy that came in second came up to me, Nebraska farm boy. And he says, oh, I think I could have passed you back, but I didn't want to get too aggressive with you. And I looked at him and I thought, hmm, that's an interesting thing to say. So then in the second race, he was in first place and I'm in second behind him. And I was exhausted. I mean, I nine months at post-surgery and first race I've done. And I knew that there was only one place where I could pass him. And I didn't want to pass him too soon because I didn't want him to see the one spot where I was faster than he was. So on the last lap, the white flag comes out and it was right in front of the grandstands. It came into this corner. I took it one way. I booted him off the track. I mean, I literally booted him off the track. I passed him and wound up winning the race. And so afterwards, um, afterwards in the pits, I said to him, I said, next time you have a chance to pass me, take it. <laughs> yeah. But, bum, bum, right. Yeah. But what's important about that is I realized that's something that we call racecraft because riding the motorcycle is requires skill, but there's a craft to racing, like knowing that I wasn't in shape and I needed to wait until that last lap to pass. And that was racecraft. But what came through loud and clear to me is that I realized that I was living my life using the same rules and strategies on, that I used on the racetrack was how I was living my life. So I was very competitive. I was ruthless. And, and I was ruthless in that um, I was aggressive and booting people out of my way. So I wasn't particularly nice. Um, and I, uh, I've, I've learned a lot about life craft versus race craft and uh so so that's been a, a big lights on lesson for me you know <laughs> well i'm glad i've known you in your nice years because you didn't boot <laughs> me out of anything that i noticed uh and you have had such a heart for bringing motorcycles which is not something all women have ever been exposed to i grew up in a family that that never knew about motorcycles, never were around motorcycles. Matter of fact, my mom and dad thought they were scary. So motorcycles were bad. And then I remember my uncle had a motorcycle. And as a little kid, they would put us on for, on it for the picture. But my mom would be, you can't go on a motorcycle. Exactly. You're going to die. Right. You know? right. So it's so fun to see you bring your entire focus on training and safety and preparation to the game. So you were a racer, you came up through those ranks and then take us a little bit from 
from that? Like, did you go to college and get an education alongside of this? Because today in the world, you are like full breath, full on, full breath, um, you know, training and coaching and all these things. So was there educational path alongside of all that fun? Yes, there was. Um, I, I took a break from racing motocross. I earned a degree in computer management sciences, and I started out in the cor corporate world as uh, in IT. Uh, I did not enjoy the corporate world and wound up uh, starting my own IT consulting business. And uh, I had a very successful, thriving consulting business up in the Colorado Rockies for 21 years. Uh, I retired from that business uh, two years ago, and, and I shared with you earlier, I was surprised at how burnt out I was. But along the way, I also realized that uh, I've been an athletic coach my whole life. I've, I've coached uh, uh, horseback riding, alpine and Nordic skiing, mountain biking. I've taught motorcycle lessons. So I've been a coach my whole life, but I also spent some time as a life coach. And uh, and I and I. I developed a skill at it and I was good at it, but I really didn't enjoy it. But I've come to, what I've come to realize is that when I may be teaching motorcyclings, but what I'm really doing is I'm a life coach uh, because invariably the lessons that we learn on the motorcycle translate to life, just like racecraft and lifecraft. Well, I tell you the lesson I learned was uh, first hold on for dear life. <laughs> and second just trust in your driver because um, I remember when we first took off, I had to hold on so tight to you because I just, I couldn't release and relax and enjoy it because I still had so many stories in my head. My mom saying, you're on a motorcycle, you know, all that was coming up. And then also my faith journey came up for me because I was like, wow, this is what faith is about. When you choose something, a path, my path to go on a motorcycle with Pat, and you've done your homework, you've checked out Pat, then you have to trust that Pat, you're interesting Pat for that journey, like people do with your coaching and your adventures. And then I needed to let go and enjoy the journey, no matter what the outcome was, trusting that the outcome would not be sliding off the mountain in the rain, however, but you know, for a while, I was scared of that. But then by the end, I could relax and lean back a little bit and hold on, but not, you know, grip you like the crazy person. And when it did rain, it was okay. And that, that whole path feels like life. Like you go into something, you're scared, you make up a story, then you learn the story is false. Then you trust the journey. Then you let go a little bit and you enjoy the ride. And I remember you had your eyes closed. I remember you because we were talking on the comm system and you said you had your eyes closed and you were just hanging on. And the beauty behind that, Betsy, was that that puts you in a space of being in your body and just feeling. And so you were able to feel the, the leaning and the rhythm of the motorcycle. And that, you know, and, and that's that's really how it is. You kind of have to lean in a little bit to life and you have to sometimes your eyes are closed and then you go, oh, I'm getting the hang of this. And you can start open your opening your eyes. And it's so, so true that so many times we have these stories in our head and when we get in our bodies and our hearts, then um, then we realize, wait a minute, that was MSU. That's just making stuff up. Right. So um, that was, it was a wonderful experience. I'd take you again in a heartbeat. Well, I tell you, I have talked about it and, you know, talk about good marketing is word of mouth marketing. I have talked about that journey on many, 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 many occasions, uh, professionally and personally. And I'm glad we get to podcast about it today because someone listening needs to hear this moment, this story, Pat Jakes, the superstar. We're going to break. We'll be right back. 
You are listening to Boost Power Podcast with your host, Betsy Weersma. We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Enjoy these true stories and proven business tips for your business and your life. Now, back to Boost. And we're back. I know you're like, how dare you take a break when it's Pat? <laughs> Can't you just skip the break this time? Betsy, podcaster, girl. No, you can't. You always have to do the break. And we're back. So now translate because the what Boost Power podcast is about is for people to hear your story and their story because people think they have an idea in their head and they can't ever do their dream. And man, you have figured out how to do your dream every day. And I would also comment, you are doing the thoughtful, strategic, and hard work to make your dreams come true. You're not just laying back in retirement, snapping your old fingers and having everything just show up. You're doing the work. So tell everybody how ADV Woman was born, some of the products you do, and some of the exciting things that maybe they've seen you on TV. <laughs> well, ADV Woman, first of all, ADV is short for adventure. The type of riding I do is called adventure riding. And what that means is we ride motorcycles that are street legal, but can go off-road as well. So instead of staying on the pavement and looking at the mountains, when I ride, I'm riding through the valleys and up and over the mountains. So um, uh, last year, uh, it, uh, it's the, the motorcycle industry is exploding right now. Everybody wants to get outside, and I, there's been 40% growth rate in this. Uh, it, it's just a great way to experience life. Um, but but my focus is women because what I know is that women are completely different from men. And I'm not saying better or worse. I'm saying different. Women learn differently. We develop confidence differently. We um, we develop, uh, uh, we communicate differently and we're physically different from men. So I've developed this entire protocol and, and strategy and system for how to teach women to ride like a woman. You know, to me, it's a compliment saying ride like a girl. Um, I'm actually in the process of writing a book right now. Uh, it's called By Women for Women, Ride Your Own Ride. And it's going to be a combination of motorcycling as well as life lessons. Uh, because to me, ride your own ride in the motorcycle world, they mean that goes, go your pace, you know, don't go any faster than you should. But for me, ride your own ride means taking responsibility for your experience in life. And just like in adventure riding, we come around a corner and there's a tree down or we get a flat tire or we run out of fuel or something happens. You have to deal with the ride at the, at the terms of the, the ride and be prepared for everything. That's the way life is, baby, you know, and, and you kind of have to take it as it comes. So, um, so again, I'm, yeah, I'm teaching motorcycling, but truly these are life lessons. And the other thing that I'm super, super excited about, um, this, this is really what my passion is, because my mission is to empower women to live in the truth of their own brilliance. And what I found, Betsy, is that people will put me and you and other quote unquote celebrities on a pedestal and think, oh, I could never do that. Yet I work every day with everyday ordinary women that are doing extraordinary experiences. And, and I want to be able to share those experiences. I think we need to have role models that look like our grandmothers, our mothers, and our sisters. You know, forget the Marvel heroine in the 
in the tights. Uh, you know, I, I think that we need to have sheroes that are real people. And so uh, the project that I'm working on right now that is going to be an ongoing project that uh, 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 we're kicking it off and, and I want it to keep growing is going to be about increasing visibility of women on the internet. We, we want to show ordinary women having extra, extraordinary experiences. I'll give you an example. I have a woman that's, I'm doing a tour in July two tours, actually. She's 62 years old. She doesn't think there's anything remarkable about her. She's a nurse. She's a whitewater rafter, and she does kiteboarding. She's 62. Now, you, kiteboarding, you're, you're in a harness. You're strapped to a kite, and it's pulling you across the snow and the water, and she doesn't think that that's <laughs> remarkable, right? I think it's uh, impossible because <laughs> I've never had a role model show me how to kiteboard. That's for yeah. nurture, and I'm pretty close to 62, I must be saying. so. And, you know, how cool would it be to have role models that look like that instead of, um, you know, what we see on TV and, and these uh, skinny people, role models that have laugh lines because they've lived such a hearty life that they're, they've laughed so hard. Uh, there, there's another woman on our tour that uh, uh, she's done three tours overseas. Uh, she's, she's a colonel in the, um, in the Army and she's a, a, a flight nurse. And, uh, you know, she rides motorcycles because it's stress relief. I, I have another motor, woman on the tour who she was a jockey. When she was 18 years old, she got injured and she quit riding horses because she was afraid. By conquering her fear on the motorcycle, she's now riding horses again. And guess what? I mean, if that's not enough, she's a body worker. She works in the middle medical field. But guess what? She's also a certified shaman. Come on. These are the stories we need to tell about everyday women living extraordinary lives. You know, that's that's my passion. That's what I'm into. You well, know? you're in the right place because that's really the reason that I started podcasting. As you know, I've been a public speaker in 20 countries and that's always great. But that's, you know, one voice to a small targeted audience where the greatest news about podcasting is we have listeners all over the world and they can just access 24 seven, something to uplift exactly. and inspire and plug in to boost, to boost it. So yeah, we're we'll boost it. We're going to boost it. So uh, I, I just listen to you and I just sit in awe and wonder and, and just love <laughs> having you on the show. So, so tell them a little bit about backcountry training tours, because some people listening might be like, well, I, I'm doing that. I'm going to go with Pat. So tell them a little bit about these tours. And then I want to talk about kind of the, the documentary project and some of the film things you're doing. And you got to work in about the whole commercial. <laughs> <laughs> well, the website is advwoman.com and the backcountry discovery route in Colorado. Uh, it's a seven day off-road route that goes from the from Wyoming all the way down to New Mexico. So it's a multi-day motorcycle tour where you're going point to point to point, and it's about 80% off-road. What I've done is I've created a training tour, and it's a loop tour. It starts and ends, ends in Grand Junction. So we'll do a, train, a day of training in Grand Junction, and then we head out. Day one, we're going to ride to Carbondale, and that's a real easy ride. And then day two, we go through the White River National Forest and go up over Hagerman Pass into Buena Vista, and we stay at Cottonwood Hot Springs. Now, that's a challenging ride. Uh, we're going to be going up and over mountain. There's going to be rocks. There's going to be stream crossings. Um, then we, we stay at Cottonwood Hot Springs, which is absolutely lovely. We're soaking and we're rejuvenating. And then the next day, we do a ride 
around Buena Vista call, uh, into the Four Mile OHV area where we have these massive water crossings. Think about, you know, a stream, you're riding a motorcycle through a stream bed and it's the length of a football field, okay? And it's, it's spooky because you can't see what's underneath and it's rocks and it's roly-poly, you know? And so I'm standing in the water and I'm coaching everyone and they ride through and everybody has a great time, woohoo! Uh, the next day we ride, we have a pretty easy, a long ride into Lake City. It's a scenic ride. And then the crown jewel is when we go over the San Juan Mountains uh, from Lake City over to your race. So we'll go up Cinnamon Pass, uh, California Gulch, California Pass 12,631 feet, Hurricane Pass, Corkscrew Pass. Uh, it, it's crazy beautiful. But here's the thing. Some of the women will have the skills and some women want to have the experience and don't have the skills. So on those hard days, we also have alternate routes that are easier. That's why I have three rider coaches and I'm limiting the tour to 10 riders. So if you're not feeling it, if you're not up to it, we have a spectacular, beautiful, easy ride that you can do and have two gore, two two guides with you. And if you're riding on the primary route, you'll have the lead guide. And then we have a support vehicle that follows us too. Um, so, you know, it's super high end, super posh. We stay at hotels and eat out and uh, just have this incredibly um, wonderful woman centric experience, well, which we're filming. Yes. And it's so, it's so much more. It's, you know, it's personal, it's development, it's nature it's adventure and it's well-crafted. This isn't just you throwing this thing together. This is very thoughtful in that the achievement of the hard things, as Gina Shrek always says, we can do hard things. It's the achievement of the hard things that builds that muscle of, you know, being fearless and trying the next hard thing. And now I'm all motivated about that 62 year old woman you were just talking about. It's like, wow. Okay. We're almost, we're coming to our end. I can't stand it. I want to do podcast number two and three and five. Pat Jakes, number five, but today tell everybody about the commercial because I think that's the sexy thing, um, the TV thing, and then um, we're going to pull a card. Well, what we're doing is we're going to film this entire uh, two weeks. We've got two tours. We're going to film it and we're going to create video vignettes featuring these women. We're looking for sponsors right now uh, to help us uh, fund this project. And it's going to be an ongoing project, not only this year, but next year. But the, the whole idea is to have a product that is featured, that is also focusing on these amazing women. They're doing incredible things. And we'd like to have that shared uh, on TV. We want it shared on the internet. We want it shared globally just so that we have more visib visibility of real women doing incredible things. See, and the more people see those role models, there it is again. Role yeah. models, women doing incredible things. Well, I know you would like to, me to never have another guest. You just want this to be Boost Power Podcast <laughs> and Pat, but yes. we have right. to continue. So you get to draw from the say one more time your website as I'm shuffling this deck for you and you're channeling the card you're supposed to get. The website is advwoman.com. That's alpha delta victor woman.com. And I was sitting here and the idea I got for ADV for your sponsors is a different view. A different oh, view. there you go. A ADV. So yeah. sponsor someone to have ADV, a different view of life. Okay. You are getting the card that you're supposed to get. And this of course is sail away, set your heart free, 
Where are you going next? Where are you going next, Pat? Oh, you know, but I got to tell you, I pulled one before we started the podcast because I have your deck. And between that one and this one that I pulled ahead of time, it says on the back, dream big, live big. And it says, what will you say yes to and who will help you? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I know I know who you're going to say yes to because she's interviewing you right now. (laughs) And I'm always happy to help you. So I think I answered your card. Now you have to answer my card. Where are you going next? Where am I going next? Uh, You know, uh, possibly Israel, you know, the whole video project, we we want this to be a global project. So I'm in Colorado this year, but maybe Israel, maybe Europe, maybe Alaska, who knows, Uh, wherever I can go ride the motorcycle and be with awesome women. That's right. Oh, oh, oh. And I'm going to the masquerade in April. That's where I'm going next. I'm going to Camp Masquerade because we're going to be doing a a giveaway there of a motorcycle ride with me. Yeah. And since this podcast is in July or in August, you went to Masquerade in April. And in (laughs) September, you'll be a video conferencing into the fall retreat and giving away another fabulous prize for the auction to support charity. So, you know, the magic of podcasting, you just never know the, the time warp of podcasting. But I just said, anybody listening out there that has a corporation, you're thinking, what can I do for my senior executives? No matter where you are in the world, you have an organization that has a lot of motivated, high ticket people winning all the big awards. But what have you done for them lately? Okay, to get a plaque on a stage, that's nothing. You go take those winners, you go take your global best sales executives, and you call Pat. And she will design an adventure that will expand their horizons and make them believe what is possible because she could do that. And I'm not making that up because I know that for sure. And if it rains, it's okay. It's still okay if it rains. We'll do the corporate retreats for sure. That'd be awesome. All over the world. And I'm going to bring art. It's a long story. But thank you for listening to Boost Power Podcast. As you can see from this spirited conversation, my (laughs) mission in life is to find the paths amazing, principled, strategic, loving, giving, philanthropic minded heart for the world that can come and bring their passion and purpose. And as long as she's on a motorcycle or there's one nearby, she is happy about that. And she will figure out how motorcycles can help you and your future too. Please tell your friends all about Boost Power Podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app and listen weekly to our way to boost you and make your world a better place. I am your host, Betsy Weersma. Thank you for listening to Boost Power Podcast and plugging into stories from the journey of business and life. Our music today is by singer-songwriter Megan Burt. We are recorded at Cinder Sound Studios and we're part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network. Women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. Learn more at globalsisterhoodpodcastnetwork.com. <laughs>